0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. We are continuing our conversation about guns and hoses, North Texas. I just got done speaking with retired Lieutenant Dave Swaybe. He is their executive director. Now we're going to turn to family liaison, Denise Hunter. Thank you much, very much for joining me. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Um, how did you get involved with this organization?
1: I got involved in guns and hoses about 10 years ago. My husband, Sergeant Greg Hunter, was killed in the line of duty on June 18, 2004. He was a 30-year veteran and sergeant with the Grand Prairie Police Department at the time of his death. The road following uh, my husband's death was a very difficult one for both my daughter and myself. Um, There were many years um, of doubt. There were many years of depression. Unbeknownst to me, um, the Guns and Hoses Foundation came to my house after Greg's death. My question is, why would I ever know anything about Guns and Hoses? Life was good. Uh, My husband was thriving at the department. We were happy. Um, Very humble family. And then, very tragically, Greg was killed. Um, He was ambushed uh, by a fugitive, and um, our days were very, very dark. Our road was very, very dark for for a long, long time. And, um, you know, I stepped back after Dave and the Guns N' Hoses Foundation came to my house, and I looked at what they did, and I followed them. And it didn't take long for me to see how humble Dave and the Foundation was. Dave has such a strong conviction about what he is involved in. I mean, he lives and breathes it 24-7, as does his wife, Tricia, and everyone on the board. They work extremely hard to make the foundation successful and live by its mission. So I basically came to Dave and asked him what I could do for the foundation. I wanted to get involved. It was threefold for me. First, um, my daughter and I... Uh, We're Greg's living memorial. We're his voice. We're his advocate. I want to always honor Greg. As long as I'm living, I want to honor Greg with dignity and and do what's right to make sure that that his life and his sacrifice is remembered. Um, The other thing is therapy. Therapy is very important. I think all survivors um, need it uh, throughout the course of their journey after a line of duty. And thirdly... It was to give back. I wanted to give back to Guns and Hoses because they had done so much for both my daughter and myself. Having said that, they serviced my family during the line of duty. But coincidentally, three about three months later, um, my daughter received a phone call. Let me kind of backtrack. My daughter is a lifelong heart patient. She's had seven open heart surgeries. Miraculously, she's survived you know, of course, and uh, she attended um, a camp through Children's Medical Center of Dallas. The hospital called us and asked if Erin would receive the check um, one night at a boxing event pre-fight, and so we attended, and to us, it was guns and hoses, so we came full circle twice in about three months. They gave back to a children's charity that my daughter was involved in they didn't know Aaron was involved in the the charity, went to camp, was a heart patient. They had no idea, but, you know, they were very involved with the camp, and they still are to this day. So it's very important for us to be involved, to give back. And, you know, like I tell my daughter, it's never about us. It's always about someone else and what you can do, large or small, to impact their lives. Guns and Hoses has done that for us and all the other survivors in many, many ways, year in and year out. Um, We were actually one of two survivors that they served first back in 2004. So they just started their organization and here they are at our doorstep, um, coming in to to meet with us and visit with us and provide us with that financial aid. Dave mentioned briefly about um, what is needed after a line of duty death. Of course, it's always unexpected My daughter was a heart patient. She had medical issues. We had medical bills. And like everyone else, we had a mortgage payment, our bills, car payments, insurance, and things like that. So when they came to our house, that helped us for about four or five months to help take care of those um, uh, obligations until our benefits came in. Sometimes benefits can take years literally years. One of my benefits took two years before I received it. One of my benefits, I had to appeal. Um, so you don't expect those kind of things. I mean, a line of duty pretty much is clear cut. It was a murder, but still, you know, your benefits don't come in immediately and we still have to pay our mortgage. We still have our medical bills. We'll st- we still have to eat. So guns and hoses, basically you know, came to our rescue, and we were forever grateful for that.
0: When Guns N' Hoses showed up, did you know that they were coming? Did you know that they were going to help you out financially? How much of this did you expect or suspect was going to happen? Because, you know, as you mentioned, it was almost a brand-new organization, at least to this area at the time. So were you aware that this kind of support was going to happen at all?
1: I did not. Um, I was not aware of the Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas at that time. However, the chief uh, at the time um, called me, and he made me be aware of the organization that wanted to come by. Having said that, the department was very, very protective, and as Dave mentioned, the Guns and Hoses Foundation are first responders within 48 to 72 hours. Dave was persistent, and they, they made a visit to my house three weeks after my husband's line of duty and presented my daughter and I with a check So we did not know, but we are very aware uh, of the foundation now. And, you know, it's up to each of us, either on the board or out in the community, to get the word and the awareness of the foundation. Because I can't um, even begin to convey the work, the hours, the dedication that goes in um, from every member of the the board um, and the community to help make it successful as it is today.
0: Earlier, you mentioned the idea of therapy. Does working with Guns and Hoses serve as a therapy to you?
1: Absolutely. There is not a survivor's group out there that can give me the therapy that Guns and Hoses provides to me. It's on a very personal level. Like I said, it comes um, several, you know, in several different ways. First, you know, I get to um, volunteer and help in any, any capacity that is required or they, that they need at the time. But also, um, you know, I visit with the families uh, of the fallen and I get to know the families and, you know, basically provide them um, uh, just support because, again, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a situation that has happened that they did not expect to happen. The median age of line of duty is about 35, and with that comes... Children most often times and as Dave mentioned, we've got about 54 families and of those 54 families Most of them have children We will follow those families um, their first year Guns and Hoses provides them with um, Christmas funds so that they can have Christmas and then after the dependent children graduate from high school there is a no questions asked scholarship provided to each child of the fallen, and they do not even have to apply for that scholarship. It's it's a no questions asked, and they get it, and uh, they take it, and they they go into college, and hopefully they'll become productive people in our world.
0: So this kind of has developed into an informal network of people that are taking care of each other, especially when it's going to be hard for anybody else that hasn't been experienced that hasn't experienced this. It's going to be hard for them to to understand what you're going through.
1: Yes, um, I would say that guns and hoses is my second family. Um, Dave is always, we're always in co- a constant communication. We, we do things together, um, both, you know, out of the organization and in the organization because there's always work to be done. Our work never stops because um, very unfortunately, um, th- we know that there's always going to be another line of duty. Uh, it's like Dave says, it's not a, a matter of if it's going to happen it's about when it's going to happen and just recently with senior corporal givens guns and hoses will service that family as well and and you know it's just a sad situation that there are two kids involved with that family and so we'll follow them and to take care of them like we have the other families
0: when you decided to be a part of this organization was it that time when you said your daughter had come into contact with the organization twice in a relatively short period of time. Was it that second interaction that you had when you knew that you wanted to be involved? Or, or was there something else that happened when you actually really wanted to be a part of this organization?
1: Well, you have to understand that for many years, um, I went through a very deep depression. I was in a very, very dark place. Um, I went to and attended the Guns and Hoses Foundation events. I wasn't involved, but I went to support because that's what helps their foundation thrive. Um, I did that, and, you know, stepping back, aside from being at the events, you know, you you witness and you see what everyone is doing, um, and they're working extremely hard. And, you know, I see Dave and, and Trisha and Chris and everyone on the board um, working nonstop, 24-7, to get these events done, to make sure that, you know, funds are made so that the next family can be serviced was just it was so impressive to me that, you know, I did go to Dave and I said, Dave, you know, I want to give back. Y'all came to me at a time that was, was very tragic in my life. And I want to do something to help you guys. And now he can't get rid of me. And, you know, (laughs) hopefully, you know, this is a a very, very long relationship for us. But, um, you know, I I love everyone on the board and um, I, I hear Dave speak. I hear Trisha speak. And, you know, it's from the heart. You can get involved with things and do it just to be doing it. Or, you know, maybe it's just the right thing. But with Dave and Trisha, I know a little side story about Trisha. And I know why she got involved with the fire department. Um, And it's a very personal story for her. And just like me, it's about servicing and giving back. Um, And you do that because it's where your heart is. And and I believe Trisha and Dave and everyone involved with the Guns and Hoses are involved for the right reasons and their heart is in the right place.
0: Denise Hunter is the family liaison for Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas. Their website, GunsandHosesNorthTX.org. Did you know you were going to be family liaison? Was it was that the first job that you were given at Guns and Hoses? Is that what you wanted to do for the organization?
1: Uh, yes, that was the first um, position that was um given to me, and it's pretty um, fitting for me because I understand from the survivor standpoint and um, reaching out to the families, you know, I do I do understand uh, that loss. I do understand the, the tragedy and so forth, and uh, I just feel like it, it's the perfect spot for me. Now, we do, um, we all do um, switch gears. I mean, we, we play whatever role we need to when it comes to events and volunteering and getting the work done, we're all busy bees, and so we just kind of pick up and do and 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 take things and do whatever it takes to get the job done.
0: And, uh, kind of thinking about that, everybody in this organization seems to be very active. We were joking earlier about how Dave can't sit still and he's always doing something, and you are an athlete. You're always bouncing around doing something, so it seems like a really good fit for you. Also because the way that you explain this organization, it sounds very much like a family-run organization. This doesn't have that kind of corporate feel. Is that something that you've kind of latched on to?
1: Yes, absolutely. And as I mentioned, you know, the Guns and Hoses Foundation is my second family. I mean, everyone loves each other. We're always involved. Um, Dave's always got something going on on the side outside of Guns and Hoses. He's a family guy. And, you know, we get involved outside of the foundation as well. But whenever it comes to, um you know, getting serious and and, and getting things done for the foundation. We know the purpose behind it. We know the mission behind it. We know why we have to do it. So we put on our, you know, our working hats, and we we get to going until all the work is done. And, and, you know, I think even after that, the event still kind of goes on because people show up days after to, to break, you know, things down and clean things up, and, you know, and then we move on to the next event, and it's literally... One event after another and we have a um, another golf tournament coming up in october it's october the 15th um, it's the tarrant county guns and hoses golf tournament at mansfield in mansfield at walnut creek country club uh, we felt a need to um, have a second tournament to bring awareness of guns and hoses out west of 35 it seems like everybody in dallas and the surrounding counties know about guns and hoses but uh, very unfortunately um, they don't learn about guns and hoses until there's a, a tragedy and we just serviced a Weatherford uh, firefighter recently so we're very excited about the golf tournament and again that this will be the second one last year it was very very productive and we look forward to having many more out in the Tarrant County area
0: you guys are caring for about 20,000 first responders that's kind of your coverage area so you're you're looking at And a lot of people. Yes. And that's a lot of people to inform about your organization and a lot of people to take care of. So a lot of what you guys are doing is trying to just get the word out about this organization and what you're doing and who you're raising money for.
1: That's correct. Uh, The Guns and Hoses Foundation services 20 counties, and out of 20 counties, there are about 20,000 officers and, and firefighters. So it is a large uh, coverage um, area that, that we do get involved in, but it's something that's necessary because, especially in the smaller towns like Weatherford, typically uh, they are not familiar with the processes of line of, of duty and, and benefits are quite different than, say, in a larger city. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice that there's a foundation such as Guns and Hoses, that will service those smaller areas, Parker County, kind of going west. I mean, we went as far as Abilene um, last year when Detective Ibarra was killed on her way to Dallas for a police convention. You know, it's just a necessary evil, unfortunately, but we're very, very humbled to be able to service the families that we do.
0: What do you want to see for this organization in the future? When you think about the way that this organization is now and what it's capable of doing, what do you want to see in the future of Guns and Hoses?
1: The Guns and Hoses itself, I think, speaks for itself. I believe I would like to just bring more awareness outwardly, um, In the state of Texas, in the counties that we serve, get the word out. um, Let everyone know what Guns and Hoses is about. The folks, the community, the departments, the fire departments that already know about Guns and Hoses are all all, always very, very supportive uh, of the foundation. I believe that it could be uh, a bigger and greater opportunity for the foundation. You know, if we just get the word out, um, you know, further west and more into the counties that we serve. Like I said, you know, in the smaller North Texas area, people are very, very familiar with guns and hoses. But moving west of 35 toward Fort Worth, Weatherford, Cleburne, Benbrook, in that area, we need to work on getting the word out to those areas.
0: Has your dedication to this organization kind of snuck up on you? When you first started helping out, did you realize how involved and how much of a part of your life this organization would end up being?
1: Not really, because... You know, whenever I um, asked Dave uh, if I could get involved, I knew in my heart, I mean, like I mentioned, you know, everybody has it in their heart With that are on, you know, that's on the board. We want to get involved. And so we all put in 110% um, to make everything successful. We have to. Um, we raise a lot of our money um, by fundraising at these different events. And so it's critically important that we all do give 110%. And when I committed to Dave, you know, I don't commit unless I can give at least 110%, and, you know, the therapy to be able to help, to give back, to help other families, whatever I can do to help guns and hoses, it just, it, it warms my heart. It really, really does, because if I wasn't involved, I think I would probably be in a different place, and maybe not a good place. Uh, guns and hoses, they, they constantly keep me busy, and, and, you know, of course, you know, when you're busy. You know, that's a good thing.
0: Are there any events that you participate in as far as the organization is concerned? Because we were talking off mic that you were a runner for a really long time. You ran in the Boston Marathon. I'm sure there was other marathons that were mixed in there. And then right now you're riding bikes. It was mentioned that you rode, you, you made some big bike ride recently. Okay. What was that?
1: Well, Dave didn't tell you, but I, I have a about in the boxing tournament coming up. No. Are you? No, that's kidding. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Okay, so, you know, as I mentioned, um... Greg's life and his sacrifice are extremely important to my daughter and me. So we do things that honor him. One of the things is being involved with Guns and Hoses. I think my service to Guns and Hoses to volunteer and help and help other survivors, um, I think that that honors Greg in many, many ways. Um, helping with the golf tournament, you know, helping with the the boxing tournament, also, I do things out outside, just kind of from a personal standpoint, and I um, I'm involved with a police unity tour, and it's a 250 mile bike ride from Virginia to Washington D.C. where I ride by my husband's panel at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial. That's another therapy, but that's a, a personal physical therapy for myself. Uh, it's a different kind of therapy. So I do that every year. My daughter, who is a nurse, um, she volunteers as the nurse on SAG support there. She Speaking about giving back, I want to mention this about my daughter. She um, is a nurse at Children's Medical Center after having all her heart surgeries, and she works on the same floor that she grew up on, so so it's about giving back in that aspect too, um, and I'm very very proud of her.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. How long does it take you to do 250 miles on a bicycle?
1: Well, if I ride at the pace that that's mandated, we do it <laughs> we do it over three days, and um, we ride about 115 miles the first day, and about 65 day two and day three uh, in the hills of Virginia. And you do have to train for it, but again. The training part of it and the ride are are therapy for me. It's kind of a personal, internal therapy um, that, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to explain. But, um, you know, riding alone, training or training in groups, I mean, I I think about the reason why I'm doing it. And um, all the training and the heat and the cold and the wind, you know, it, it pales in comparison to the sacrifice of my husband. So. There's no whining on my part. You know, I do it because I do it for him.
0: Is it a meditative type thing when you're doing that? When I think about distance athletes, when you're either running marathons or long distances on bikes, what is it about that you find so appealing?
1: Um, I don't believe anything about it is meditating because I tend to be on the the competitive side when I'm training. and, And I don't like to get involved with things and fail at 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 doing it and that's the same thing with guns and hoses if I'm going to get involved I give my 110 percent same thing with cycling with running um you know I want to do my best at it and uh you know there are oh I don't know if it would be called meditating but certainly I would say more like therapy you know when I'm on my rides I do think about my husband when I'm training I think about my husband I think about why I'm doing it on days that it's cold and you've got 30 mile an hour headwinds and you've got a lot of elevation to climb you know, I think this is for Greg. You know, it's not about me. Don't complain. Just keep pedaling and just get it done.
0: Let's talk a little bit about this event that you guys have coming up. It's the 17th Annual Police versus Firefighters Boxing Tournament. This is happening at the Allen Event Center on September 8th. Did you like boxing or know anything about boxing before you got involved with Guns and Hoses?
1: Actually, yes. Um, my husband and I uh, would always watch the, the, the boxing, the professional boxers on TV, and we would get with, you know, big group of friends and pay-per-view. Everybody knows Fun. about that. But we loved boxing. And so the first time that I had actually seen a live boxing event was after my husband died. So that was in 2004, Um, I believe it was in the fall, probably October, November is when they had it scheduled at that time. And it was pretty awesome to see. Um, It was very emotional for me because um, they have an opening ceremony that is very honoring, um, you know, of the fallen officers. And so... um, That part in itself is is very beautiful, very touching, but yet it's very, very emotional. And, you know, I'll always remember that. You know, I'll always remember um, the kindness um, that everyone showed me with guns and hoses, and they had a special place for my family, and I was a private box that we could— watch the fight in with with our family and friends and it was just a beautiful ceremony but yet so emotional
0: is that what motivates you to make sure that you put so much effort into these events whether it's the boxing or the golf that memory and wanting to help give that to other people, is that really the the main driving factor, at least for event planning? Stuff like this takes a lot of work. So is that a a real driving factor for you?
1: Yes, it's one of the driving factors. Um, Writing the memorials for the family that will go into the programs for the boxing event is exceptionally important to me. The families will be there that night. Their loved one will be honored. So it's important that that biography for their husband is written um, in such a way that it's as honoring as possible so that the family, you know, can embrace it. It's a tough time for them. And, and always tell them, you know, it's going to be an emotional night, but embrace everything about it because it's the only time during the boxing event that their their loved one will be will be honored. And <clears throat> volunteering for the other events, I know in my heart that it's a good thing Um, It honors Greg in my own personal way, but also it helps raise money for the foundation, and it takes a village. You know, a lot of times people want to show up for the fun stuff, but they don't want to get their hands dirty. And one of the things that I told Dave when I came to him to see if I could volunteer and help, I said, you know, I just want to blend. I don't want to, you know do interviews. I don't want to be on TV. I just want to blend, and I just want to help. I'm, I'm just a, a worker bee, and certainly there's a lot of work to be done. There's always something to be done, and I'm very grateful, and I feel like that it's a blessing that Dave has given to me to be able to help with the organization.
0: At the boxing event, do you always root for the police side, or do you actually pick and choose who you want to win each bout?
1: Do you want me to tell you the truth? I did. (laughs) I always root for police. However, I always look forward to great bouts and just pray that, you know, no one will, will get hurt.
0: Fair enough. All right, once again, this excellent, excellent event happening on September 8th. It's the 17th Annual Police versus Firefighters Boxing Tournament. It's going down at the Allen Event Center. Doors at 530. Boxing will start at 730. For details on that... You can find them online at GunsAndHosesNorthTX.org. I've been speaking with Denise Hunter. She's the family liaison for Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you very much for your honesty and sharing your story, and uh, good luck at the event. Thank you.